0: You are Locked On Celtics, your daily Celtics podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm so, so high right now. Anything's possible.
1: i oh my mama. i oh my mama, baby. possible. Rainy days,
2: jump shot, fade away. This is the best Celtics podcast day to day. Excited about it like when Tatum play a Jalen on the breakaway, or Kyrie when he make a trade. and Nothing like the terrible analysts on the TV. So in depth that after you play it, you got a repeat. So in depth they might do an hour about the D League. So in depth you probably should pay him, but it's a freebie. Yeah, Corralis, Packard, and J King locked on, trying to get the 18th ring. And well wishes go to Gordon. Listen, after every game, is very
0: important, Millie. Hey there, welcome back to the Locked On Celtics Podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us part of your regular routine, wherever it is that you are going at this very moment. If you're in the car, driving to work, from work, dropping the kids off somewhere, dropping the dogs off somewhere, or just whatever, I'm happy that you have chosen to download this show and listen to our podcast on a regular basis. We are the Rain and Jays. Normally there's more than one of us, but today it is me, John Corrales, solo for the Friday show for the weekend. Normally I'm joined by either Jay King of The Athletic or Sam Packard, formerly of WEEI. You can follow them on Twitter if you're new to the show. At by J. King or at Jam Packard. You can follow me on Twitter if you're new to the show. At Reds Army underscore John. I hope you are enjoying my work on boston.com, on redsarmy.com. Today, I am sharing with you a couple of radio appearances I did. One in Portland, Maine, a regular thing that I've been doing with the big jab, and one in Boston on the Sports Hub with Adam Jones. A lot of Kyrie talk, a lot of LeBron talk, talking about what Danny Ainge is planning, what he might be doing, why is he talking to LeBron. There's the report that came out about him pursuing... Kawhi Leonard at the deadline. I will talk about that. We get into that with Adam Jones later on. I will expand on that later. But first, before we get to those, I want to point you all to the Locked On NBA podcast because we are in the middle of our Locked On mock draft. All of the picks throughout the entire first round, one through 12 have been made in podcasts that published uh, for the first two shows, Wednesday, Thursday, the next set of picks Will be here for the Friday show, and then we will wrap it up next week. We, the Locked On Celtics podcast, have already submitted our pick. You're gonna have to listen to that podcast for what our pick is and why we selected who we selected at 27. Uh, I think it's a good pick. I think the reasoning is good. And at 27, you gotta hope that you got you got a guy that can uh, work for you and and contribute long term. Could be a nice role player, and you never know. What comes out of that? So subscribe to the Locked On NBA podcast. Go check that out. Wherever you got our podcast, go subscribe to Locked On NBA. I normally host the Wednesday Locked On NBA with Jake Madison of Locked On Pelicans. So it's worth subscribing for that as well. And now let's start the first of my two radio appearances with Chris Zdenka, who is the play-by-play voice of the uh, Maine Red Claws up in Portland. He also works at the Big Jab, works at the Big Jab normally with Javier Garidi, but today he was solo, and I joined him to talk about the Celtics, Kyrie, LeBron, and more.
1: Welcome back. Chris Sedanka with you here as we continue on on a very Celtics-heavy day. That continues right now. We bring in from Red's Army. He is the one, the only, John Corrales. John, really appreciate a few minutes. How you doing?
0: Hey, I'm doing all right. Always fun to be here on a Celtics-heavy day.
1: That's right, baby. That's right. As the Celtics continue to be the biggest story in New England right now, uh, John, and let's just start with uh, overall your your reaction to what Kyrie said the other day. And in my opinion, I don't think it's that surprising that uh, a, a a player in the NBA wants to go to free agency.
0: Yeah, well, I mean that. There's always that. Players love the idea of going to free agency. They love being able to make their own decision. Uh, they love to be able to make money and have the opportunity to make as much money as possible. When you're a professional athlete, you only have until you're, I think, 40 at the latest, if you're super, super lucky, to make basically all of the money you're ever going to make in your life. I mean, if you think about it that way, and you know, you have like 40 years of basically not making money, because not everybody gets to go into the TV, you, I can see why guys want to make as much money as they can, and No one was ever in this season looking towards this part of the year Mm -hmm. to see if Kyrie was going to go for an extension. No one ever expected him to sign an extension because it never made any sense. So because he was asked the question and because he said it doesn't make any sense, other people latched onto it and made it a bigger story than it is. It's a complete non-story. Of course, he's not going to sign that extension. He's going to give up potentially eighty million dollars if he signs that extension.
1: It's a complete non-story, but it's a complete story when it's uh, everyone is uh, just dying to hear every simp sort of rumor known to man when it comes to LeBron James.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, you had a couple of things that that came out, and it really, it's the worst of social media kind of banding together. You had LeBron saying he would give the Celtics a conversation. Okay, fine. That's great. He's going to have a conversation with the Celtics. He's a free agent. The Celtics are arguably the top team in the East. You know, you could say either with Toronto or whatever, but they're right there. So, yeah, a free agent is going to go talk to the top team in the East. And, of course, every GM is going to say, yeah, I'll take a conversation with LeBron. And then Chris Mannix uses old reporting from Cleveland saying, well, you know, Kyrie had mentioned that he wanted to go to the Knicks at one point, and so the Celtics should be afraid of that. Okay, fine, maybe they should. Then Kyrie says, well, of course I'm not going to sign the extension. Then people see that as one plus one plus one, but it's three completely different things, three completely random occurrences that happen to come out all at the same time, and none of it's really connected. But because people don't want to pay attention and people want to have clickbaity headlines, that all gets connected, and it's really not.
1: Well, and John is that, and it can be frustrating, especially as a Celtics fan and watching this team how it's progressed with Brad Stevens. It certainly can be frustrating when you kind of see how silly season goes. But at the same time, usually if your team's being talked about, that's probably a good thing.
0: Sure, I mean, hey, any publicity is good publicity, right? Absolutely. Um,
1: it, means hey, it means you're good. <laughs>
0: it means you're good, and you're relevant, and and that's something that a lot of teams would really love to have. Look, with Kyrie, of course it's possible that when you're a free agent, you go to a different team. And who knows what, what's going on in Kyrie's mind. He doesn't think like the rest of us do, I don't, I don't believe. Obviously, the flat earth stuff, notwithstanding, I think he, <laughs> he, has, he has a different thought process. So even if the Celtics win a championship next year, he might decide, hey, we've climbed the mountain in Boston, let me see what I can do somewhere else. Or he might say, I want to stick around or whatever. You just don't know. So there's always the possibility that when somebody hits free agency, that you can lose them. But it's not something that, that I would be worried about as a fan, as an observer. Uh, this team is really, really good. And theoretically, they're going to be healthy next year. And you would hope that they're not going to be as uh, bitten by the injury bug next year. And you can have Kyrie and and. Hayward added to a team that made that big playoff run with LeBron going wherever and with the Raptors not being able to really improve and not much room for improvement for a lot of other teams in the East. The Celtics are right there in prime position to get to that final, get to the NBA finals. And, and who knows what happens with those other teams out West. So the Celtics are in a really, really great position. I don't think, I don't think they're going to have to make any serious moves this summer. It's not going to be like last year. I don't think so. They're in a really good spot.
1: So, are you uh, of the opinion that Danny is truly believing that they're not going to make that uh, a big splash this offseason?
0: Yeah, I don't. I just don't see it. Of yeah. course, I didn't see it last year, but you know, when you've got that hindsight and you say, "Well, you had a, a guard in Isaiah Thomas that was small, and and that hip was a bigger problem," and we realized that Jay Crowder was at his absolute max and he wasn't going to get any better and there wasn't a lot more talent on the back end there, it's not the same this year. You've got Jason Tatum, who is probably going to finish third in the rookie of the year voting. He's going to improve, and he made vast improvements over the course of the year. Jalen Brown, who you would expect to make continued improvements considering how much he improved from year one to year two. Al Horford is Al Horford. You've got a, a draft pick that you can make that may be able to help. You've got young guys in Shemi Ojale, Daniel Tice that you think would improve and be able to help a little bit more. And obviously you're adding Kyrie Irving back to the mix, who is just a phenomenal player. And people forget how good Gordon Hayward is, because they haven't seen him play in a long time. He is really, really good. To add Gordon Hayward essentially as a free agent to this year's team, that's huge. They're... I don't see why they would need to blow anything up, why they would need to make any sort of major deal, unless unless they said, well, we don't think Kyrie is going to stay here long-term. If they legitimately do have that fear, then at that point I can see them making a deal. But I don't think they have that fear. And even if they're sort of maybe, well, maybe he could leave, I, I still see value in making this run and going for a championship this season and dealing with that next year, and not having to be so obsessed with getting something for somebody rather than letting him walk for nothing. You're not letting him walk for nothing. You're keeping him around for a chance to win a championship. I think that's more important to these Celtics at this time.
1: John, not like that I, not that I want to go down this road too far, because I'm a, of the opinion uh, of you as well. I, I fully expect Kyrie to, to be here, and I think there's the possibility of certainly re-signing him at the end of the year, but wouldn't you say... If you're the Celtics, wouldn't it be better to at least see him play a little bit before a certain trade due to the fact that he is coming off this injury to make sure and to get total value?
0: Well, see, this is where I have a, a problem, because when people talk about his knee, it wasn't a knee injury. He didn't suffer a knee injury. He had was a apparatus that yeah. Was, yeah, the yeah. apparatus that was put in there to hold his knee together after the knee injury in 2015 where he, he fractured his patella. His patella. That's a major factor in all of this, because he didn't hurt anything. He didn't sprain an MCL. He didn't tear an ACL. He didn't have a meniscus issue. They had a medical device that was holding his knee together that was no longer necessary and that was causing him irritation. I mean, that's exactly how the Celtics laid it out. And unless the Celtics are lying, which I don't think they are, that is what it was. And that's what caused them to miss games. And they just had to do it because there was an infection in the area where the screws were. And that's the only option you have when there's bone involved. So and I will, I will fight this fight because <laughs> people are using the injury as a reason to be like, well, I don't know. and It wasn't an injury and it's not a chronic thing. So I suppose it's going to make people feel better then yeah. But uh, if, if there's no worry, and I don't have a worry about his knee, then there should be no worry from everybody else. I'm sure they have the medical records, and I'm sure all of the orthopedic people around the league know exactly what's going on there, because the Cavaliers also have the same records, and they know exactly what's ha- what's happening there. So teams can circumvent the Celtics, even if they if right. the Celtics were being shady. So all that being said, there's no need to showcase Kyrie and say, hey, he's healthy, by the way, we want to get rid of him, I think you just play him. You just go and you play this season. The only exception would be if LeBron really, really does want to play in Boston and the Celtics say, this improves our chances. And if we say re-sign Marcus Smart and trading Kyrie out is the way to get LeBron in and you go with LeBron, Gordon Hayward, and Al Horford as your big three, if that's the direction the Celtics want to go, Then I can see that, I guess, but that would be so shocking to me because it just doesn't make sense, I think, from anybody's perspective to to do that. I think think LeBron will will do something different. I don't think he wants to come to Boston, even though he said he's going to give him the conversation. I just don't see it working out.
1: Well, of course, John. If it is a quiet off season, that means that the biggest uh, situation is is clearly the Marcus Smart situation, where there's a really good chance that he's going to find more money on the open market. And let's just assume that is the case. How do you see the replacement? It, can you really replace someone like Marcus Smart?
0: Well, no. He's got such a unique skill set, and his his mind works in in a way that it's just it doesn't. I don't see anybody else in the league that does what he does. But you can go with. Uh, Terry Rozier as the backup and and be fine. You're talking about a backup point guard, getting yourself 25 minutes, 30 minutes a game. And Terry Rozier has shown that over 30 minutes, he can be productive. Now he would have to improve his shooting. Uh, His his shooting percentage is still not great. It takes him a while to get warmed up, which I think is less than ideal. And he has to improve his playmaking because he's still a second slow on some some plays and that costs the Celtics opportunities to score, but he can still be a pretty good offensive player. He can still be a pretty good defensive player. Obviously, he's not going to do market smart things because only Marcus Smart does market smart things. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: but uh, the Celtics would have options, and in that case, you know maybe they they look at a defensive guard in the draft for you know, potential added help. Somebody like a uh, Kyrie Thomas out of Creighton who might be available at twenty seven who is seen as the potential best defensive player in the draft if they're looking for somebody who to make an instant impact and if they're going to let smart potentially walk or even if they sign him to a tradable deal with the intent of trading him later on in the season that that could be an option for them as well.
1: Well, it certainly should be fun, John, as we uh, approach silly season. It's only going to be crazy for so uh, many bro. teams out there. Uh, that's true. We're already uh, there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. This, this Hard, man. I know. Global warming has silly season pounding us already. Yeah, but I just
1: feel like when LeBron, when the LeBron stuff heats up, and every single team has some weird rumor about it, it's just going to be nuts.
0: Sure. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There's there there are a lot of big names out there. Paul George, Chris Paul. There are a lot of names out there that are going to be bandied about, and the Celtics still have draft picks next year. They still have young players. Kawhi Leonard is still, you know, somebody that's going to be mentioned in rumors. So. You're right. This is only the beginning, even though we got a Category 5 right off the bat. (laughs) There's going to be others in the pipeline.
1: Great stuff as always, John. Really appreciate it. Check it out. Locked on Celtics podcast, which you guys will be uh, still rolling right through in the summer, right?
0: Absolutely. All summer long.
1: Love it. Absolutely love it. Summer league coming up, too, so basketball never ends. It's great stuff. John, always appreciate it. All
0: right. You got it. Everybody wants to know about Kyrie. Everybody wants to know about LeBron. Uh, I think I made my point here, but that was the main topic of the appearance on uh, the Sports Hub with Adam Jones. We had a little bit more LeBron heavy. Uh, I think I make my point here again with Kyrie that nothing here concerns me about what Kyrie said, the whole chain of events. But again, I'll get into more of that after you hear this. But this one is much more about LeBron and Kawhi and what Danny Ainge might be thinking and this perception out there that Danny Ainge is looking to make wholesale changes, major changes with this team rather than sort of run it back with the addition of Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving.
2: Joining us here on 98.5, the sports up, John Corrales of Reds army and John, as, as much as I want to talk long snapping, I also want to talk NBA here uh, quickly on LeBron James, any chance, any chance, especially because they're meeting with him this offseason, according to Stephen A. Smith of the Celtics land LeBron?
0: I mean, I guess it's a, a better than zero chance, but not much better than zero chance, I suppose. You got to, you know, if you're Danny Ainge, you got to take the call, right? If he's going to talk to you guys, you got to go at least say, so what would it take? Uh, I'm anticipating that it would take a lot more than the Celtics are willing to give. But you never know. You, if, if you go and you talk to him and he loves the situation, you can convince him to play for less than he would play for somewhere else, and maybe you could do a sign-and-trade that would uh, not be as painful. you got to at least explore it, but I, I doubt it. I don't think the chances are very high at all, single digits maybe.
2: What do you think of LeBron from a basketball standpoint? Like We can all wrap our heads around LeBron choosing the lifestyle of L.A. That makes perfect sense. We all understand that. What about a basketball fit for LeBron if he goes to LA, which now seems like the front runner for LeBron this off season?
0: Well, it depends on what else they do. The the problem over there is that so many young guys and in the, the shooting is a little bit tough and the, the defense, I don't know what they're going to be able to put around him. Is he going to be playing alongside Alonzo uh, Ball? If it's just LeBron and those guys, they'll be Good because LeBron makes any team good. Look at that team he just took to the finals for God's sake! But he can he can only go so far. He wouldn't get past Houston with that roster. He needs somebody else. So it depends on who else goes to LA with LeBron. So LeBron plus that cast over there, eh? Okay, maybe four seed, maybe. But LeBron plus Paul George in that cast, well, now we're talking about something a little different.
2: What if it's so? I, I think you can go a step further than that. What if it's LeBron and Paul George, and then you package some of the young talent for another guy? Uh, and I, I, you know, I'm just picking from some of the names that are out there and reportedly available this off season: Kawhi Leonard, Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, like, what? What if you? What if you package some of that young talent for another All Star? Like, I, I think the Lakers shocked. easily could do that.
0: They well, they could. I'd be shocked if Carl Anthony Towns was gone. But
2: okay, fine. So uh, don't don't get was, caught up in the okay,
0: specifics. So let's, let's entertain the possibility of a superstar, third superstar. That, that's great, and they would they would be good, obviously, but that would really thin the rest of their bench out. That would cap them out, and it would be hard for them to fill out a bench. So they would be asking those guys to play a lot of minutes. So if it is Kawhi, you're, ta- you're taking a guy who didn't play all of this season, you're going to ask him to play 40 minutes a game. You're asking LeBron who just played 82 games and, and really showed fatigue at the end to play – another 82-game season, and to play heavy regular season minutes, that, I, they would be very good, obviously. But again, I don't know if they could be a deeper team.
2: We're talking to John Corrales, Reds Army. He joins us here on 98.5 The Sports Sub. you concerned at all about Kyrie being a Celtic long-term?
0: Not necessarily. I mean, again, concerned at all. There's a little bit of a concern that if a guy goes to free agency that he could leave, and I don't anticipate like, none of what Kyrie said this past week concerns me at all. The injury, whatever people want to designate his knee, however you want to classify it, that doesn't concern me. So none of the stuff that people are, are citing that concerns them concerns me necessarily. The only thing that would, I guess, enter my mind is when you're a free agent and when you're Kyrie Irving and you clearly have a you know a, a mind, a process, the thinking process that, is different than everybody else. It's hard to to apply conventional wisdom to what he's doing because he's not a conventional wisdom kind of guy. If he was, then he would have given us a canned answer. It wouldn't we? Wouldn't even have the content right now to talk about. But he's not. So there is a little bit of a concern, but again, very low concern. Uh, if he's looking for basketball, any basketball uh, success, it's in Boston. It's hard for him to get it somewhere else while still getting paid. The money that he's looking for is available in Boston, nowhere else, because they can offer that fifth year. So I think all of the things that normally we could think of that apply to a free agent that they would want are are in Boston. But I'm leaving open the possibility that Kyrie is Kyrie, and who knows what his heart wants sometimes and, and how he thinks. So there's that possibility that he could see another challenge that he likes better.
2: I think the way most of us have framed it, John is that and I include myself in this group well the Celtics were six minutes away from winning a game seven and getting to an NBA finals without Kyrie Irving without Gordon Hayward uh, they're going to get those guys back next year Jalen Brown's going to be a year better uh, Jason Tatum's going to be a year better they're going to add another young player to that mix maybe Terry Rozier gets better maybe they make some supplemental additions out there this offseason. you know in other words like the Celtics are right there not only contending for an Eastern Conference title, but maybe even giving Golden State a little bit of a run for their money. Not picking them, but but giving them a little bit of a run for their money. Certainly more than the Cavs did, right? I think that's how yeah. conventional wisdom in Boston goes right now, and I agree with that. It doesn't seem like Danny Ainge agrees with that because he's outgoing big game hunting. He, he's, he's taking a meeting with LeBron, reportedly. He is trying to trade for Kawhi Leonard at the trade deadline a year ago, and I bet they revisit this offseason. So... Why is he thinking so big if this roster is so close?
0: Well, I think look, if you go back to the trade deadline, I think at that point you've got to look at what the team was doing back then and not apply what we saw just now in the playoffs to what the trade deadline was because the team was struggling around the trade deadline. And I think that he saw something that was happening with this team, and he said, if we have an opportunity at that point, look, he's also one of the vultures that circles in the NBA. In the NBA, there's 30 vultures that circle, or 29, and it depends on what 29 there are. And there's like a carcass on the ground, maybe, that you all have to try to inspect. And this time around with Kawhi Leonard. And you at the trade deadline, call up the Spurs, and you say, hey, what's going on with Kawhi? What can we do to pry him away from you? So to me, that's due diligence, just like LeBron is due diligence. Not that I'm thinking, oh, my God, he's trying to blow this up. He is an NBA GM, a very thorough NBA GM, that when LeBron calls up or or indicates, hey, yeah, I'd like to talk to Boston, you say, all right, I'll take the call. You never know what that could turn out to be. Chances are very likely that it's nothing, but a good GM takes the call. And a good GM calls up New Orleans, calls up San Antonio, calls up Minnesota, calls up all of those teams with stars and said at the trade deadline, hey, I heard a little bit of rumbling over there. What do you, what do you want for him? You'll notice that the Spurs didn't, didn't make a counter offer, which means that Danny was probably trying to lowball them. So I think he's doing his due diligence. I don't think this is a repeat of last year. I think he sees that this team is pretty close and almost got to the finals and that they're adding Gordon Hayward essentially as a free agent, because he only played five minutes last year, and they're adding Kyrie to the mix because he didn't play a single playoff minute. I think he sees two all-star players being added to a team that made one hell of a playoff run. I don't think he's really anxious to tinker with that.
2: Danny Ainge, just uh, just one of us vultures out there. They're circling around the league. He's John Corrales of Reds Army. You can check him out there, and also make sure you follow John Corrales on Twitter, and you can do that. Where did it just go? I I, I just lost my John Corrales Twitter. At uh, John underscore Reds Army, is that correct?
0: Reds, are, Reds Army underscore John.
2: Damn it, I had it backwards. I just lost it. Sorry, John. Uh, make sure you follow him there. Uh, John, as always, we appreciate the time. Thanks so much.
0: I'm offended you didn't know my Twitter by heart.
2: <laughs> I, I really should have. It's on me. I'll, I'll wear that one. I'll wear that one. I was busy <laughs> I was busy looking up Vulture videos. Uh, anyway, uh, continue, Thanks, John. Ben. We appreciate the time. You got it. All right. John Corrales, as all our guests, joins us here on 98.5 The Sports Hub. Uh, one more time, just so I can get it right for him. Uh, John underscore Red's Army. Red's Army underscore John. <laughs> Red underscore Army underscore John. I think that's the best way to do it. No, it's Red's Army underscore John. Follow him there. I feel like that'll that'll get people to remember it. I feel like the one with the Greek flag is the Greek flag. In his yes, handle? yes, yes, yes. When yes. you see the Greek flag, that's how you know it's him.
0: All right, let me clarify. I guess the vulture comment because uh, it's it's true. I, I'm not gonna. Take it back. I don't know if people are going to find that offensive or something. I know after the hit was over on the radio, the guys were joking about it. But basically, uh, that's what the league is. That's what GMs are. Partly that you are just constantly circling the league. And when a big star becomes available, you swoop down and you see if you can get them. And that's what I was saying about Kawhi Leonard. Now, you got to remember, this was at the trade deadline. The Celtics at the trade deadline were scuffling. They had just gotten back from uh, from London. They had that, if you remember correctly, they had that lull. They they just weren't playing well for a while. And they didn't get it back on track again toward, until it was towards the end of the season. So, remember, they had the top seed and they had just dropped to the second seed. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if Danny Ainge was thinking well, you know, we have an opportunity here to improve our team, uh, maybe make a run, and maybe do it this season. And so there wasn't – it's not like Danny foresaw this playoff run and was still pursuing Kawhi Leonard. He saw Kawhi and the the Spurs seemingly having problems. He saw his team struggling a little bit, and he thought, hey, maybe, maybe – I can swoop in and get this guy cheap. And so he tried. And like I said on the radio, it's not like the Spurs counter offered. It's not like they saw something there and said, Huh, well, let's talk about this. He made a call like a good GM should. They took the call like good GM should, and it didn't go anywhere. That's it. That's <laughs> that's where it ends. So it's not like Danny Ainge has made this all out pursuit to get Kawhi Leonard he made a call like he should have now again with LeBron and I've said this everywhere I've said this on this podcast why don't you take that call I know some of you listening hate LeBron you don't want him to take that call but you never know you never know what LeBron's going to say and 99.9% chance that LeBron is going to say he wants too much he's not going to give on what he wants salary wise and Danny says "All right, well hey Thanks for talking to us. Good luck. You know, hopefully we see you again sometime and we beat you in the playoffs. That's it. That's where the conversation goes. But if LeBron says, oh, you know, I could play, I could I could be had for $20 million. If you said $20 million and then all of a sudden it becomes, whoa, hey, maybe we can swing this without making a, a major disruption to the team while keeping most of the team intact, why not? Why not at least entertain it? Why not at least... Kick the tires. You never know. So that's what Danny Ainge does. That's what he's supposed to do. Uh, uh, when it comes to Kyrie's injury, I want to reiterate because it's con- it, uh, it's just blowing my mind. It's all over the place. I got into things on Twitter with Bobby Manning, and I, I did a, I recorded a little bit with Bobby Manning that night, so I'm sure that'll be going out too. But uh, on Celtics blog, basically... People need to stop seeing what happened to Kyrie this year as a new injury. That it was the apparatus that was in his knee to help the fracture heal. That was causing the problems. They've removed that. The screws that remained. When they had the first surgery, they pulled the wire out because that was causing problems. They pulled the wire out, and they were hoping that would be better. And they, they found an infection in the screws, and they had to go back in and get the screws out. Because... Basic biology, blood doesn't travel through bone, and you can't take an antibiotic because antibiotics go through your system and into your bloodstream, and that's how they travel through your body to fight infection, but they can't get to the bone, so you got to go in and clean it out if there's an infection on the bone around the screws. So that's what happened. Now, is that to say that something can't crop up again in the future? I don't know. Maybe. But as I've said, didn't injure a tendon didn't injure a ligament, didn't rip his cartilage, didn't do anything, didn't break anything new, didn't strain a muscle, none of that stuff. So the injury shouldn't bother you. His comments shouldn't bother you because that's Kyrie, and you shouldn't sign an extension. No one here was talking about an extension. If you go back and listen to all of the previous Locked On Celtics podcasts, not once did we even bring up the possibility of, hey, I wonder if Kyrie's going to sign an extension. Because no one expected him to sign an extension. It would have been stupid. It is stupid. And now that he said it was stupid, for some reason, people are getting up in arms. But that's the way it goes. Whatever. People are on the undisputed. Broussard was on the undisputed saying some mess about whatever with Kyrie. It's stupid. Who knows what Kyrie's going to do? He might leave, for all we know. But not for the reasons these people are talking about. Don't fall for that. Don't fall for those tricks. Don't fall for that stupidity. People will say anything to get the clicks and the controversy. My job, our job, is to say uh, what's right, what's real, to preach common sense. That's what we do. So with that, I will leave it here. I want to say thank you for listening. I hope you have enjoyed this show. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it enough to subscribe if you are new to the program Uh, because, of course, not only are we here for you, we're going to be doing three days a week for the time being, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We'll talk about the draft next week. We've got the mock draft, like I said, on Locked on NBA. We've got all of that stuff coming up. Uh, We will also be going to Summer League. I am booked, ready to go, working at Summer League. That's going to happen, so we will be podcasting from there. Lots of NBA media, lots of people to talk to. Great guests coming for that week. No problem there. So you're going to want to subscribe. We'll be doing much more regular stuff for the Locked On Celtics for that uh, that week while we're there. And that's worth subscribing. So search for Locked On Celtics wherever you get your podcast. If you are a subscriber, we hope that you find it in your heart to give us a five-star rating and a good review because we're really trying hard, even sometimes if we don't get it right. We're really trying hard to get you good stuff, good content, and to give you that Celtics talk that you can't get anywhere else Not on a regular basis like this. So please subscribe and share the podcast. Tell your friends to listen to the Locked On Celtics podcast. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network.